coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Old School here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Sorensen in for DP, Jay Foreman, Nick Sainert with us as well. This show is sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmont Tees, 84th and Havelock. Get there today for any sort of, yeah, they got last second stuff for your holidays for, for Christmas. Get there and buy some of their great meat. 84th and Havelock, again, the Mercado by Certified Piedmont Tees. Jay, we got some drama right now in bowl games, not with actual games going on, like on the field this very moment, but today, Texas A&M, Texas A&M announced they are not going to be able to play in the Gator Bowl against Wake Forest, and so they're trying to find a team out there that's not in a bowl game right now, a 5-7 and seven team to play, and you know who wants to play? Uh, Rutgers. It's a big 10 in, in, no. in Illinois. Illinois is what I'm here. Illinois. But how do you? But how Brett do you... Bielema wants to play. In this game, but how, but how would you even play? These guys are on like I winter know, break, no, not lifting weights. <laughs> I mean, like you get when is the Gator Bowl? Uh, let me find that out. I know that they have to have an answer by Friday. I believe it's the first January first. Nick you, thinks it's January. Yeah, that, 1st. That's pushing it. I mean, that's you're risking some injury. You're talking about getting guys like a ten day, nine days to get ready for the yeah, game. Yeah, and you've been off. You haven't for, been. You haven't been, been playing doing bowl practices at all. Yeah, it's. I, I read where it needs to be a team that has the similar situation and then they can link up, right? Or a bowl game. Say, like, one other bowl game has it. So here's this from Brett McMurphy. The Gator Bowl could have replaced A&M with the 5-17 and 17 based on APR. Rutgers had the first option, but they declined. Um, and another source says, how many 5-7 and seven teams are, have been practicing or are still in school? None. Right. Uh, Illinois. But Brett Bielema says, I'm waiting by the phone. I want to play. He, he probably has a bowl bonus. December 31st. And game. he probably has yeah, a bowl bonus. He probably does. A, yeah. yeah, yeah, come on. We'll take that bowl game. Yeah, we'll for t- sure. We'll yeah. play you. Yeah, we'll send, those kids, we'll send those kids out there and get a couple of ACLs blown. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unfortunate, this man. This is nine it, days it, from right now, this yeah. game is. It's unfortunate. Nine days. And I, these guys aren't even here. I don't know if you guys heard. Do you guys know what the, the payout is for it? $5.35 million Per team. Per team. So, yeah, of course. So that's a big getting, reason why, some money why Illinois wants to play or anybody. Well, yeah, it'd be great for them. It'd be great for Rutgers. I'm sure, you know, oh, man, it's uh, – I mean, it's tough because, look, Texas A&M players, you know, they, they can't control it. And Wake Forest is just, you know, they're, you know, feeling the brunt of it. You know, they're indirectly affected by it because I'm sure there's players that want to play. I mean, look, you got seniors on that team on both teams. That might not never play football again. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And they don't get a chance to play. And um, so it's unfortunate. And uh, hopefully they can find – well, hopefully. I mean, I, I, I'm a, what I read was they need another bowl game that ha- that's affected in the same way so then they could take the two teams that can play. What a disaster. Yeah. Hey, come on. I mean, it just – well, look, I mean, it's – you can't control oh, – you can't control COVID. So, I mean, it just sucks for them right now. Yep. It sucks all the way around because Texas A&M had a pretty good year. 
Um, they had the number one recruiting class, right, this I year. Think so. Um, so they have a ton of positive momentum going there. Um, Are they number one? Aiden, yeah, that was number one. Number one. And, um, wow. And then Wake Forest had a magical year as well. They did, yeah. And so it's two teams that I'm sure Wake Forest is, was looking for, looking forward to the opportunity to play against the SEC team and see one, where one they were. more chance to have a good finish to your year. Finish your year, and the same with uh, Texas A&M. So it's just – it's a crappy situation. So we'll see what happens there. Illinois apparently wants to play. That game is nine days from right now, but Wake Forest does not have an opponent because A&M has backed out of that game because of too many COVID problems. So so maybe Illinois is uh, in negotiations? It sounds like we might hear some news at some point here. Yeah. They, I think you have to, they have to know like no later than Friday, like two days from now, Christmas Eve. If there's no note, they're not playing the game. And Wake Forest either just takes a forfeit win or they just don't play a game. Yeah, and but they still get five million. I don't. That, that, that's that's what I need. To that find I don't out, know. Yeah. They pay out the game. The insurance is kind of like when they Ooh, uh, yes, remember when they yeah. canceled the British Open real early because yes. you know yep, they get the yeah. insur- <laughs> insurance. Yeah, I don't care what happens, what type of protocols you guys get in to make this happen. We'll just take the guaranteed yep. money. Yeah, we'll just play it next yeah, year. Yeah, we'll, we'll play it next year. No, no worries. Yeah, yeah take um, a year off. I know this is a topic that drives Sip crazy in the morning. I, I'm curious your take as a former player, Jay. Um, Saw this from Bucknuts 24-7. This is Ohio State's 24-7 sports website. There is apparently a chance, a good chance, that neither Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson play in the Rose Bowl because they want to protect their draft status. C.J. Stroud says he understands the decision if they don't play. It sounds like they might be leaning that way, both of them maybe not playing in the Rose Bowl for Ohio State. Well, maybe well, I mean what the you, third one uh, with the number eleven. I think he's Smith, pretty, Smith and Jigba. Yeah, I mean it's. I don't have a problem. I mean, you're fine with it, protecting their draft status. Even though again, they're not. not this is not playoff team. This yeah, is still not, the Rose not, Bowl, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's still game. the Rose Bowl. Um, I understand it. I I really do. Um, especially I was watching just flipping through the Big Ten, you know, classic games, and it was it was Ohio State against Notre Dame, and Jalen Smith pretty much destroyed oh, yeah. his knee yeah that was bad um Notre fortunate Dame. and it really affected his career uh because he was supposed to go top three yeah top went, five at worst top yeah. five at worst yeah. and yep. he went what second round still obviously came back ended up being a pro bowl player all pro player kind of bouncing around the league right now um so i understand it and uh you know you got to respect everybody's you know decision once they get to this point i will give them a ton of respect because they finished out the season you know, they could very easily once they once they lost the game to Michigan. I guess well, they didn't get to go to the Big Ten championship. That was the last game. They yeah, played. That was the last game. Um, and I understand it. Look, these guys, both of those guys are should be first round picks, yep. drafted sure. quite high. Yep. Um, they got a lot at stake. Um, and I understand it. You risk injury going out there and playing in the Rose Bowl, and yeah, it's it's still a huge game, but. The, the, these are first world college football player problems. Ohio State's been in huge bowl games every single year. Those yeah. guys have been there. So yeah. um, championship, they were the, the title game last year yeah. against Alabama. Yeah, so I understand. I I, I get their I get their uh, you know the points, but you know what? Ohio State has good problems because even if those three guys leave, they have Marvin Harrison Jr. that's going to go out there and start. And in two or three years, he's going to be trying to make the same decision as well. But is is there a, is there to you a cutoff where it's like not acceptable for the, if these guys are are for sure first round picks like Kenny Pickett also first round pick not playing for Pittsburgh yeah. in their bowl game 
Like if if there's a guy getting a second to fourth round grade, like are you, the, are you okay with him skipping? Saying I want to protect my NFL draft. You don't know what pe- you don't know what people's background is. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know how you know, second or fourth round can change a, a legacy for a lot of families. You know what I'm saying? So you can't put you know you can't put a where they get picked. Now I will say this: there's no guarantee where you're going to get picked. Guys slip all the time. Um, and it's no different when you say, well, you know, should you only turn pro early if you're going to be a first or second round pick? Primarily, yeah, you should. Um, because you want to put yourself in the best position to hit when you know it's a guaranteed you're going to hit. There's no guarantee that you, you're going to go, you, there's no guarantee you're going to show, come in the league as a fifth round pick and be like Zach Thomas. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, and yeah, and, and yeah. be eventual Hall of Fame player and get. Few your, and con- far between do that. Yeah. Few and and, and, and renew your contract at the highest level three or four times. There's no guarantee. It, it, it's few and far between that you're going to be Tom Brady. Heck, and this is not even two mile home. There's few and far between that you're going to be Jay Foreman picked 156 in last nine years. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. No. Um, so, you know, jumping out there, early, and we've seen it here at Nebraska. You saw, you know, DiCaprio Boodle. Yeah, he's still at, he's at Kansas City, but he didn't get drafted. Would he, would he, if he came back another year, I probably I, – I'm not a better – I bet twenty to the bucks that he probably would have got drafted this year because he ran real well. He would have had another year of dominating opponents that he knows, that and he's got more tape. Defense was better, um, so you got to make sure. And it's no different than you know sitting out a bowl game. So it's, everybody has their personal choices. It's more prevalent now. Um, you know, I think the famous one was Clowney, where he, you know, the thing with him, he hit his apex of yeah. stardom and draft stock after that hit in Michigan, yeah. and I think he was only like a sophomore or freshman. Yeah, yeah. So he had to come back and play. And it, every, anything that he ever did after that was Could downhill. Never top that. Never um, top that moment. And that's when he was physically at the best. He hadn't had any injuries then. Um, and who knows what, who would have drafted him and let him play a defensive end. Because you got to think that when he got drafted by Houston, they tried to take him from a defensive end to play outside linebacker because of J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. And there was some – intertwinings there where J.J. Watt wanted to make sure that he was the guy playing certain positions on third down. So it kind of stymied his progress. And then he had the microfracture surgery, you yep. know, and so that takes you out for a whole year. And then I think the next one that was really popular, I think Christian McCaffrey, right? Yeah, that was yeah, a big one. That was Six big years one. ago, yeah. Six years ago. So, and yeah. then everybody's been doing it ever since. So you got to respect their, you know, their decision. So, like, for Nebraska, though, you know, again, they didn't make a bowl game, but so Cam Cam Jurgens, of course, he's getting probably anywhere from a third to fourth round grade right now. I mean, and that's somebody he'd like to have come back for next year. Now, I, I don't know if he would have played a bowl game if Nebraska played, so we, we'll never know. But that's somebody, do you think if, if Cam had chosen to come back next year, he could have elevated that grade higher? Oh, sure. I mean, he had a you know, good to great year this year. Um, he'd be getting coached by, well, uh, getting coached by pro coach, which is, Donovan Riola, yep. or Rayola, excuse me. Yep. But he was coached by Greg Austin, who was coaching the pros. So I don't ever, you know, it's 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 hard to talk about the coaches that new coaches, and I don't want people to think like I'm downgrading the coaches that got, you know, fired or let go because I think they're all good coaches. I think it was just a matter of guys at those position groups didn't step up and play well. So there's always somebody that has to, you know, the coaches usually held accountable for it. Um, so yeah, I think he could have. Um, you know, I think the guy from Iowa is probably 
Lindenbaum, yeah. Yeah, the number one guy. And and I always say like this, in the draft, there's always a guy or two that you just never know. You know, that that somehow – they start pushing a guy, and then they fall in love with him. But I think, you know, the great, the good thing about Cam is he had a good year this year. This- Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Undoubtedly, he did. I think he improved from the year before, or in years before, with his snapping. Um, and he's gonna. And he's he's if he's not the most athletic center in the league or in the draft, he's gonna be one of the two. He's gonna test out test out off the charts. So, you know, he had a decision to make. And sometimes, you know, if you go out this year versus next year, can you really improve it? Sometimes they tell you, like, look, you're gonna be, you know, whatever is what second to fifth whatever he's looked at right now you might be the same next year but i would probably think that he could have improved on it but i think again you know he has a little bit of injury history right and um, yeah he does you he's know you want to strike problems, yeah. right you want to strike the strike when it's hot so you, you got to respect the decision yes selfishly you'd like to see him back right ultimately he's worked hard enough to put himself in a position after what three years three years, um, yeah, three, been, years yeah, three years to yeah. uh you know, make that decision. So you got to respect it, and you know, wish them the wish them the best. You know, the draft is funny. Like guys, so you'll, you'll you'll see guys that get drafted, and you just never know why they get drafted. And and you see guys that get drafted lower, or don't get drafted. You be like, how you like? If if you had to go back, just always look at Zach Thomas, right? When you watched him play at Texas Tech, he was unstoppable. Just a smaller guy. Just though. a smaller guy. Yeah, but. It didn't matter when he played against bigger teams, right? He had 25-something tackles against Nebraska when we were the national champions. Every team that he played against, he destroyed them. But just because he was only 5'10 mm-hmm. and not 6 feet, you know what I'm saying? He gets downgraded. He gets downgraded. But then at the end of the day, he ends up playing 13 years in the league. He's going to be a Hall of Famer eventually. One and des- He should be. And, He's and not one yet. It. He should be one. He should be. Um, but then you just wonder how many guys got drafted before him that couldn't even – you know, hold his jock strap. So it's a crapshoot, and it's it's not just about getting drafted, right? You're going to get drafted to a good, a good organization that, you know, hopefully the GM and the people that are making decisions, no football, just in case you run into a little bit of injury history or you need to develop that, you know, they like to, you know, instead of – you don't want to get drafted by an organization that's always looking to go to free agency, right? Because as soon as you're contract, they're just letting you go. Um. So you want to get you know you know you want to get in the right system, right coaches, um, to get that longevity because you could you could be a good player and you get you go kind of like through that cycle of a bad organization, bad team, it could cut four or five years off your career. You want to be on a winning team, you know you yeah, you sure, generally sure last do. longer. Um, you want to have a good young coaches and GMs because you know if you play well for them, you can get opportunities down the road. And then ultimately, once you get there, yeah, it's great that you get drafted. How do you continue to make it? Because after two or three years, they're going to be looking to replace you unless you're Aaron Rodgers. But, heck, they're trying to replace Aaron Rodgers, and he was an MVP. So that, so just because you get drafted, I mean, not trying to downgrade. It's a great, you know, accomplishment. And it's, you know, 1% of college athletes get drafted or maybe even less. It's even harder to make it. 
and continue to make it year after year because you have to always self-evaluate and you have to improve. Some guys, even when they come to college, think they've made it when they haven't even made it. And that's been a big problem, I think, around here in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. They've been programmed or kind of, I call it punch drunk, to really think that they're a lot better than they are. And this is not taking a dig at the players, but it's just a, it's a, a dynamic of the atmosphere. You're treated as a national champion and you've been a national chump. And so now you think you're a lot better than you are. And then when you go in the league, there, there is no friends. You, you know, because you're, you're 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 battling as a guy that might have a wife and kids and four four your wife and four kids, and that's playing for keeps. And he might be from, in this case, like just say Kennesaw State, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe he was a recruit at UCLA and maybe had some problems off the field, got his act together, and he's a dude. So you can't go in there and say, "Well, I'm from Nebraska. And I was drafted in the, say like the third round." There might be a dude coming as a street free agent, or he was a street free agent last year that didn't get a chance. That's going to be just as good as you. How, how do you change that? So if that's a problem of kids coming to Nebraska, think that they're champions coming in, and they they come here, maybe get beat out or aren't as good as they thought they were. How how can a program change that? Is well, that, is, I mean, is that, is they're, that they're a type at it of because I think recruit? I think they got true. Uh, I think you know, even though you lost a lot, I mean, you know, leadership and and guys that have been here is a little long in the tooth. Um, I think the makeup of the younger guys that played last year, or you know, want to be here, right? They want to do right by the program. They're not that aren't there for themselves, and they're and truly want to put in the work. So those guys that are putting in the work aren't going to let Jay Foreman come in and think like I'm just going to be grandfathered into said opportunity because I put on a Nebraska sweatsuit. You get what I'm saying? I hear you. Um. So I think they're on the right track, but it's you can you can lose your way and and I I've I've said this. NIL hurts a team like Nebraska more than it hurts Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama's and those teams because Nick Saban, if you lose your way, he just tells you straight, dude, you can it's either this way or you're gone. We got, and, we got plenty of players and they kind of have more spot. and they have more control over it, and it's football. When you're not winning a lot, the easy thing is to go to the cell phone, which is mm-hmm. your social media, which you always yep. kind of get your comfort, and just say, just say, just for instance, and I don't know what guys were making. Just say I'm making five, six grand on uh, NILs. That's a safety net for me. You know, I'm getting a fat scholarship check, and I'm getting five, six grand a month on an NIL deal. You know what I mean? And so then the the the, the sting of losing is taken away. You, you, you get what I'm saying? I hear you. So you want so. You know, so in look the NIL and the opportunities here is is a selling point and a recruiting tool. Um, so you just got to make sure guys, you know, just understand that you, you know your best selling tool is how you play on the field every week, not just a couple games every week. I saw this earlier today regarding NIL. This is from Open Door. Some data uh, from an AP report: seven male athletes earned over a hundred grand from NIL on July first to November thirtieth, and one hundred and ten. Earned more than ten thousand dollars. That's work with that's with five hundred seventy schools in play there. So, I mean, we'll keep, seri- be curious what that does next year and the years yeah. going forward. If that just grows to incredible I'm amounts, it's only gonna it's only gonna grow because yeah. nil got a late start. Remember, it was like it two or yeah. three weeks before like camp opened. Yeah, so kind of yeah, everybody like the first like July first. Yeah, so like the first like six weeks, everybody's trying to like play catch up and is there rules? Who can you pay you? And then remember, they said you can have an agent. 
do all it for you. <laughs> I know. Well, that's great. Now, now you can't really regulate whether they're talking to players about going to the NFL stuff before because now they can just now you can get money from an agent. Yeah, I, I go back to what you. I mean, it is. It feels like it's going to be hard for Nebraska to get back because every, yeah, if you make NIL too important here. You, you don't right now have the talent to keep up with those guys. They yeah, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think that's going to stymie Nebraska getting back. I think it's just the. But can you make too many guarantees to guys? Because there is you no guarantee. You know what the guarantee? You know where your guarantees come from when you're playing good. Yeah, that's where the guarantee comes from. So I think I don't think that's going to stymie Nebraska. I, all I'm saying is, if you're if if the right mentality individually, isn't solely focused on football first. You get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Then your crutch can be, well, I'm going to. I, I got to go do a appearance for NIL. I'm going to start. I'm going to work more on my NIL versus work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's an individual choice. That's why, like we talked about yesterday, they talk about this buy-in. That's an individual choice. Buy-in is like do what you're supposed to do. You know, and I understand we're in the why generation. They you, you, <laughs> yep. they ask why. Yep. Well, and and they're they're going to decide whether they're going to do what they're asked to do or supposed to do. Because they have a consumer mentality. They want to show up and get treated as a king just for being here. Well, you got to do king stuff if you want to be a king. You, If you want to be a champion, you got to do champion stuff. So, you know, I think it's more of an individual choice, and I think it'll it'll be fine. I think it's, look, as people start to really kind of navigate this thing, I think players will really understand, like, okay, when I play good, you know, this is, my phone's going to be ringing more. And ultimately, I think they have the makeup of the guys, even though people don't know these leaders that are going to have to step up. I think it's a good time because pressure brings should bring out the best in you. There was a, a thought early on in NIL that maybe there would be some dysfunction in the locker room. Let's say the quarterback's making a lot of money and the center's making nothing or very little, right. and the quarterback has a bad game. I mean, is is that is that a reality? Is, is that I don't think that is. I think, I think the quarterbacks are always going to be front and center, so you kind of know it. And, and it's good to sometimes have a pecking order in the in the locker room. I mean, look, I was in a locker room with Rob Johnson. I mean, he was making five million dollars and couldn't play dead. <laughs> of course, you look at him like this dude's stealing, but that's just part of the deal. So that's just the way it is. And if you're worried about somebody making more than you. It, and you're going to the NFL locker room, is nine times out of ten there's going to be somebody that you think you're just as good at that's making more than you or but, makes the team that should. But the NFL has always had the money. The college football has not. That's why it's a little different. Where That's always that's always well, been ingrained in the culture of the NFL. I don't know NFL. too many guys that are involved in NIL, if they're playing well, that aren't maybe not to the extent that they may think they should be getting paid, but I can guarantee you if you're playing well, I can your NIL is pretty good. Because you know what your NIL was two years ago? Zero. Zero. Yep. So, yeah. is the Go earn your money, man. Go well, earn it. If you're playing well, you're going to – life's – I wouldn't say easy, but it's I'm, – I'm assuming. I don't I don't think that you – hey, you, you're 20th on the depth chart and you're getting $10,000 a month. I'm sure that those guys that are playing well, and if you're playing well, I'm sure you're but, taking, taking care of it. But this comes down to the fact – you. Uh, it sounds like you're preferring that NIL happens after you get to school and earn it. But so, sometimes, sometimes to, to get players getting, here, you're trying to get yeah. well, you know stuff lined up ahead of time to actually get them. And that's where you get into problems where you're, you're guaranteeing these players yeah. that aren't even here yet. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the opportunity. Money. I doubt. I mean, I'd like to think that you're just saying, hey, 
here's a fifty thousand dollar nil che- uh, check, Jake, and you haven't done anything. I don't. I, if, I don't. I haven't read anywhere it's like, but yeah. Um, heck, if that was the case, we could be like the SMU of the Midwest. We can start getting some of these farmers and ranchers, and you know, you can get some guys. That, but I, I know, doubt I that's know. happening right now. But I just think the nil deals will take care of itself. The most important thing is playing well. Uh, before we get to break, some news from Nebraska Volleyball. Kelly Hunter has been hired as one of two full-time assistant coaches for Husker Volleyball per John Cook. So Kelly Hunter, again, great player in the past for Nebraska, is now one of the two full-time assistant coaches for Husker Volleyball. When we come back, I got an NFL schedule question for Jay I want to ask. That's up next on Old School. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price.